Howdy, y'all. Episode 81. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. What's up, buddy? Hey, everybody. Hello, friends. It's two weeks in a row that you've said hello to me and I've said hello to everybody else. So that's I'm way sorry, it works. I don't mean to disrespect you. No, that's okay. We sit here and talk for like 30 minutes that's beforehand. Right. We, I've already said hello to you. <laughs> We've already had... And I was almost like, we probably should be recording this. this is some, had, had a little bit of baseball talk. A little basketball talk. A little basketball talk. A little hockey talk. L- little honky talk. A little honky talk. Uh, tattoo talk. Tattoo chat. We, we, Tat chat. Touch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We thought about, and we will do that. We need to do a tattoo episode. Well, back in our infant days of our podcast, we're eight, we're 81 in. We, yeah. uh, we do have a Google Drive that has not been opened oh. in forever. <laughs> yes. I opened it up the other day to add the other country, I think France in. Yeah. Bonjour. And it had, I had to do like the security thing, like to my phone and stuff. I was like, is this you? You haven't been here in a while. I'm like, oh, my bad. But we do have notes in there. It's yes. like ideas for the podcast. And I think number one and two on there was uh, one or two was like tattoos. Yeah. We both have them. Yes. We both enjoy them. Uh-huh. I'm wanting to get another one before summer hits so I can get in the pool and not gotta, have to wait two weeks. You got to coordinate around pool time. You do. I was going to get one. Uh, every time I think <laughs> I'm going to get one, it's like, well, we're going... We went to Winterfest. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, but it's February. It's like, yeah, but I got in the pool. Yep. And I got in the hot right. tub. Yep. Uh, we're about to go maybe to Florida for spring break. Spring break. We got family in Jacksonville. We thought about going down there. Going for a visit. We're probably going to jump in some sort of water. Maybe. I don't know. The Atlantic's cold. It's cold. And not not really my vibe. It's the a Atlantic different. Is very different. It's a different vibe. Like big beaches a lot of sand flat different kind of sand too yes not the good nice white fluffy sand no you can drive you can drive on this yeah no 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 a big i've only been twice uh a big big breeze off the atlantic a lot more so than like the gulf yeah the gulf is i I haven't been to all the beaches in the world yeah or even in the u.s (laughs) it's a lot of beaches it's a lot of uh, uh, territory to cover, but I like. It's hard to beat the Gulf. It's, I think it's hard to beat the Gulf. Yeah, I'd like to check out the Texas side of the Gulf. See if Saint August. No, like no, no, Galveston, no, that's what, Galveston is, is what. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big spring break, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's I think a that's big, like the Texas. Yes, that's break like thing. the big one. Yeah. I don't. I, I yeah, I've never been to be a beach though. in Texas. I remember going to Hawaii. I was pretty disappointed. Really? I mean, it was gorgeous. And like, we went snorkeling and stuff like that. But it's volcano rock. Like, you bring yeah. your chacos. You're not, not something you just want to be running around Oh, I cut my foot open? Really? Yeah, it hurt. I'd love to go to Hawaii, but I don't know if that's a trip I will ever make. Really? It sounds really expensive. It's very expensive. It was not for us. We were here, uh, this would have been like six years ago? Yeah. No, maybe even eight years ago. Like we were just here at Homewood for like a year or so. And Mary Beth took this new job. I think with this same company, with her palliative care deal. And there was a end of life conference. Oh dear. When she does palliative care, she does a lot of that. She does that still? Yeah. 
So she's like dealing with people in, in their last days? No, no. Sorry, she, am I getting confused as to what pal- palliative care is? It's a step up before hospice. Okay. So she will send them to hospice. And then, then the hospice, Got that's it. the real last yeah, days. Yeah, this okay. is kind of like knowing. What, anyways, there's a conference. Yeah. She was brand new to this company. And they were giving away a free trip yeah. like to this. And she said to write like an essay. And she did it. And I remember being at the beach, being in Florida. And we're on a youth trip. And she goes, Justin, I won. <laughs> She's like, they're going to pay for our hotel. They're awesome. going to pay for my plane. So all you had to do was get airfare? Me, airfare, and a rent-a-car. Nice. It's the only thing we had to pay for. And then we have friends that live in that same city yeah. that said, well, you have two or three nights in this hotel. You can stay with us another two or three nights. So yeah. we had a whole week in Hawaii. That's awesome. And we spent a little bit at the hotel, a little bit with them. Um, that's how we got to go. I don't know. If, I didn't island hop. Mm. I didn't do any of that junk. Uh, I, I wish. I wish we would go see other places. Yeah, we were in the Big Island, but the it was Big cool. Island. Big was, Island is Hawaii, or is that is that all of the islands? I don't really know a lot about Hawaii. Or is it, it like Honolulu? No, it's not Honolulu. It's not Maui. It's just called the Big Island. Okay. I don't even know the name of it except for Big Island. It's where good. it's where like Kona is. Yeah, it was it was dope. Yeah, it was it was dope. Saw a volcano. Mm-hmm. I uh, cliff jumped off the southernmost point in the United States because it's because it's the yeah it's down, the, it's right? the yeah. South Island yeah and then we were on the tip of that and I and I cliff jumped off of that that was fun there you go live to tell the tale I did I have it on video and I actually showed that I spoke at a retreat a fall retreat in Mississippi this year and I actually showed that video of mm. me cliff jumping it's pretty fun awesome uh, anyways. But Hawaii beaches, but they did have some that were like super sandy and nice, but just depending on where you are on the island, depending on, depending on it's kind of like man-made ish yeah. and like, but when you go to that beach, it's like 20 yards like, and that's it. Yeah. It's not like you go to Florida. It's like, oh, it's all beach. Yeah. It's like 20 <laughs> yards. Cause it's, then it's rocky and, and black sand. Yeah. Saw some turtles on some black sand. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. But you're like, this is weird. This is trippy. When yeah. you used to. The Gulf. But that gets hot, too. Yeah, it gets pretty hot. <laughs> it gets pretty hot. I've been to Sarasota, Florida. That has some really white beaches. Mm-hmm. Sar- Sarasota, for a while, was known as like, for, from what the locals told me in 97, uh, which is that is like other people that were my friends. So who knows if they were lying or not. But it's like, <laughs> apparently, they had like the whitest beaches. Nice. Some 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 sort of... Uh, test they did with sand on copy paper because this is super white and it <laughs> yeah. was like, look, this comparing, is, yeah, this this was this was the scientific method of. <laughs> is it as white as the paper? No, it's close. All right, it's pretty white. That's pretty white. All right, well, anyways, we got with that. Mm-hmm. You spent nine hours at the ballpark yesterday. It was a long night on a park. Tuesday. On a Tuesday. <clears throat> yeah, y'all, we're getting into it that baseball season and that they get really into little yeah. league baseball. Very much so. There's, we got all these emails while I was trying to join like the GBBA, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, we're not, we're not playing summer ball. We did that for the first time last year with Charlie, our oldest. Are you going to do it with Jude? Definitely not. Yeah. I didn't, we <laughs> Absolutely. Didn't, I didn't even tell Jack about it. Cause yeah. I don't think he'd want to do it. Yeah. Just like they're so little too. Like by the time the season's done, they're done. Yes, they're like, cool. And I'm done. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you just spent a million years at the ballpark. Um, that was yesterday. I spent yesterday at Bluff Park Hardware twice. They get you hooked up? Kind of. I hope so. Yeah. My wife, 
bless her heart. She's listening. I only speak sweet things of sweet MB. Well, there you go. Um, she likes deals. She does. So Jack needs a new bed. His mattress is on the ground. She found one on Facebook Market something, Craigslist thingamajig. She's like, go to this storage unit and buy this bed. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I go, new inbox. Like, sweet. Sort of. <laughs> Get it all out, ready. There's not a single piece of hardware. There's yeah. not a single screw. Yeah. And I'm like, where's the instructions? Oh, they're printed on the box. <laughs> Which, okay, you're saving paper, sweet. And all it says is like, M1632, 18 of these. I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're trying to read this thing? So I go to Home Depot. I buy a lot of screws. They don't work. No single one works. Mm. So then I go to Bluff Park Hardware and I get what I think I need. I show the guy the screw. I said, I think this fits. He's like, okay. And then I buy a bunch of thems. They don't fit. I go, <laughs> this time I go back with pieces of the bed. Yeah, I'm you're like, like we got to figure what this out. fits, buddy? Thankfully, there's no one in there. And the guy was like, oh, okay. they love that stuff. Oh. They love a good puzzle. Wasn't it you that said I should bring it to them? Yeah, I was like, take the whole bed. They'll put it together for you. <laughs> yeah, they just in that little back workshop. But I'm walking around just finding tools in the back myself, <laughs> trying to get things working. They're like, all right, we'll come back. And then I left piece of the bed. I called them and they're like, you left the bed. I was like, I know I left a piece. It's okay. Uh, so maybe tonight. I need to check on them. They've got three chainsaw chains sharpening for me. I need to. I saw one. Of mine? I I saw a chainsaw chain hanging in the back back there. Yeah. yeah. I might have saw three, but I saw one that looked like it was sharp. Okay. don't know how you can look at one until it's sharp, but I it looks sharp to me. Yeah. But it's a chainsaw chain. But so just building beds, doing things. All that. All that fun things. Um, going through. Well, all right. Well, we again had a pre, uh, show notes. Uh, we had a staff meeting for this and we want to do the, uh, authorship and just talk about who wrote the Bible and just kind of go through all the fun things of that from, o, from the OT to the new T to all these things. That was kind of our plan. Yes. Like past two weeks. We're like, this is what we're going to kind of hit on. And then yesterday we talked and we're like, we've not done any research. And we realized. <laughs> this isn't one. <laughs> yes. And so we realized um, as much as you guys think that we spend hours researching, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Yeah. But on this one, we are. Yeah. We, this is not one that we can fly by the seat of our pants <laughs> and just talk about how it makes us feel. Yeah. We have to actually <laughs> do research. So we, so we, are, we are putting that on the Google Doc. Yes. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll see it sometime soon. But. Uh, so we're not doing that quite yet. We're going to push that. This past two weeks ago, we went to Winterfest. I talked about going over there with the teens, this thing in Gatlinburg, blah, 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 blah. And they hit on John. The main verse was John 16, um, Really good verse. So I said, hey, why don't we kind of talk about that? Not from a teen standpoint, from our standpoint. Yeah. And then you just said, man, John 16 is... Would you call it thick? That's a thick boy. It is. There is so much stuff. Like like the rest of basically John thirteen through seventeen, 17. but really compressed in fifteen through seventeen, which is some of our favorite yes. stuff that we talk about a lot. But sixteen is just. And I usually skip over it some just because yeah. I'm so in the fifteen, and we're like, okay, but sixteen. And again, we're having a pivot. This is not going to be a one-timer. This yeah. is going to be a multiple episode just on John 16. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were going to hit 33 at the end. And you were like, go back to one, buddy. <laughs> like, there's a lot in here about the Holy Spirit. 
And really, if you want to get if you want to get how big a deal thirty three is, you gotta you, have you the have rest. to have yeah you yeah. gotta have the rest. So yeah, um, so that's what we're doing. We're gonna start off John sixteen. This may be a two or three parter. We don't know yet. We'll see how far we get. I told him I don't think we're gonna get past seven verse <laughs> seven today. Uh, maybe we do. Maybe we get past more than that. We're gonna see. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're gonna start with that. Uh, reading that we got our bibles it was funny yesterday you pulled your bible out and you had notes already written in the <laughs> yeah. side and you're like where is this from it was, gotta, and I, it was very uh scholarly it was, written. yeah it was definitely not something that i would have just written down myself what does it say uh threefold ministry of the holy spirit in parentheses advocate in parentheses paraclete <laughs> <laughs> you know it's very scholarly when you have in uh, parentheses multiple I don't even know how to do that. I don't even know how to do that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, uh, we're going to hit John 16. So very briefly, uh, like a lot of the authorship, we don't know exactly who wrote John. It doesn't say, but scholars believe it was John mm-hmm. who wrote it. Cause he talked about one whom Jesus loved probably, <laughs> yeah. which is very, he, he likes to throw that. <laughs> hey, I'm the one who Jesus. I mean, do I need to say my name? You guys know it by this title, right? This is my title. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. John, you just come out of the gate hot mm-hmm. being like, you guys know me. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you know, this is who it is. Um, written probably around 85 to 90 AD. Yeah. Right. It's a little bit afterwards. Um, uh, uh, old, old Christian martyr, Polycarp. Oh, nice. Polycarp uh, reference here. It kind of said, hey, it's John. He was probably working at the church at Ephesus. He was probably serving that church. But when we read about Ephesus, we usually don't put John in that. Right. We usually put Paul in that. But anyways, um, written about there. Um, if you were to go in the, let's see, if you were to go all the way at the end in John 20, you kind of talk about what is the main theme. John talks a little bit. Uh, um, most of the gospels talk about Jesus as the King, as the servant son of man, but John really hits it as the son of God. So if you did John 20 verse 31, but these mm. are written oh, in mine and in, in like the verse 30, it says the purpose of this book. That's mm-hmm. like the highlight yeah, of mine, the right? The purpose of yeah. this gospel. So if yeah. you want to know why it's written, you can yeah. fast forward to 20, but verse 31, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God. That's the, what he really hits on is the mm-hmm. son of God. And that by believing you may have life in his name. Yeah. So he kind of, that's kind of the, if you want to know, it's the word of the one who Jesus loves said, <laughs> said, Hey, this is what it's all about. Yeah. John, John is a really beautiful book. Uh, really different. Does than, it start with, yeah. Well, I, very beautiful, yeah. It's um, it's it's really poetic. Starts off not like every other, yeah. And if you if you reflect on the author that that this was one of Jesus's apostles, one of his closest apostles, written like fifty years after the, the life yeah, yeah, and yeah. death of Jesus, he's had fifty years to really reflect on his experience with Jesus to think about who Jesus is. And that's the, and you, you hit it. That's the point of this book is he's focusing on the deity, the, the, the holiness, the, the fact that Jesus is God, the Messiah. So if you were to go, I believe in Matthew, trying to guess can hear the pages turn. 
if if you were to go to Matthew, Matthew starts off very differently. <clears throat> Genealogy of Jesus. Yep. Here's where it starts. Boom, boom, boom. But John very poetically does it different. In the beginning was the word, and the it's word poem, was with yeah. God. Yeah, it just starts off and and he uses that same OT kind of talk yep. and yeah, it's, it's very poetic. Uh, a look back to Genesis. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So it's different. And thick. Man, John is thick. Very theologically dense. <laughs> that's what we mean, guys. If you yeah. hear us say thick, that's what we mean. It yeah. is it is like a pound cake. Mm-hmm. Thick. Yes. Um, I don't know where you, where to, you have. I don't, I don't know why I went to pound cake. <laughs> hey, thick like a pound cake. Uh, you know, Mark is like this drive-by Mark, of Jesus. It's like, boom, boom here's boom, the facts, boom, boom, facts, boom. facts, yeah. facts, facts, facts. That's one reason why I like yeah. Mark too. It's like, it gets to the point. Let me tell you like it is. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, and so we've talked a little bit about this. Matthew, Mark, and Luke are what we call the synoptic gospels. They're all very similar. Similar. They follow a similar timeline with some some. They they want to highlight different things, so they put them in different orders. Uh, but John is not a synoptic gospel. Yeah. John is this fourth and and different perspective gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really important part of the four pieces of this puzzle. Um, that I'm excited to look at today. <laughs> there we go. That's why I told you guys we might get through seven verses. Uh, there's a lot in here. So let's just start 16. And I, I, I don't have a format, but us reading. And us just kind of going through it. Yeah. Is, it. is that cool? Yeah. We And it might help if you back up to 26 of 15 and start there. Because that'll give you a little lead. Yeah. And mine, uh, and it, again, listeners... As you are readers of the word, we have it where, you know, we have like little subheadings, the hatred of the world, your sorrow will turn into joy. I have overcome the world. We have these headings. They didn't have those back then. Right. It was just straight up. We didn't have verses back then. They didn't have chapters. It was just one letter. It was one thing. So to kind of cherry pick and say, well, no, I'm going to start at 16.1. It's like, well, you might want to go back to 26 or right. 15 because that's actually where the paragraph starts. Right. And you kind of get a little bit better overview of it there. Um, all right, 26. But when the helper, capital H, but when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. So he's already jumping into this Holy Spirit helper counselor type spirit deal type here. And then in 16, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Mm. It's like, okay, that's something that we can just read through, go through, but. He says, look, hey, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is, hey, in this past few like chapters, in this past day or two that I've been with you, I, I am I am setting up this idea of I will be gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this stuff so when it happens and when things happen, you can look back at this and go, oh, I understand a little better now. Yeah. He's like, you can't fully understand right now. And we know what the apostles, they don't. Right. They're all the time asking, what are, you, what are you talking about, Jesus? Yeah. He's like, no, when things happen, I hope you don't fall away because I'm telling you what's going to happen. Yeah. Don't be surprised by this. Yeah. This isn't uh, Jesus trying to scare them. 
Because this is pretty scary stuff. It's yeah, like yeah. talking about you're going to get kicked out of church. People are going to kill you, and they think they're doing it in God's name. It's going to happen in a religious context. People are going to kill well, you. Well, and they all and they already in the synagogues, which is like a little bit of research, has said like they were making laws and rules that did not allow them to speak. Yeah, the uh, the Nazar- Nazarene yeah, huh? uh, laws. Yes. Yeah, I've read a little bit about that then too. It, where it's like, hey, you, they're already trying to kick you out. Yeah. Of, of the synagogues where, hey, you can be there, but you need to be quiet and sit in the back. You can't talk because they're afraid of what you might say yeah. is going against what they truly believe. Yeah. And so he's not he's not trying to scare them. He's trying to prepare them. He yeah. doesn't want them to be shocked when these things come to pass. And, and what's interesting is, you know, the last part of that, you know, um, there's a time coming when anyone who kills you will think he's offering service to God. Man. This happens quick. Oh, it happens very quick. You ever heard of a guy named Saul of Tarsus? That's his whole deal, man. He's on a mission to kill and arrest uh-huh. and persecute Christians. And he is he thinks he's a righteous man. He thinks he's doing God's will and God's work in in pursuing and persecuting these Christians. So like we we have the whole book. We know that these things are gonna happen. But what's shocking to me is how quickly it happens after Jesus's uh, death and resurrection. Well, it- and that brings like another question up is, you know, we, we, um, we like to hit the, um, Pharisees hard on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I think we have tried to come back some and be like, they truly believe they were doing God's work. Mm-hmm. And when we kind of look around at different religions and we kind of look at different countries now and their beliefs and what they do. And you're like, how th- this is so done. They truly believe that what they are doing is for God and is right. Yeah. And he's saying, look, they truly believe this. They believe that they are in service to God by killing you, by getting rid of you, because you're speaking against the old way that they believe in. Yeah. And man, when people believe that they are doing it for God, Mm. their God, a God, whatever they believe in, they have some strong convictions. Yeah. They, by just mean people do. Mm -hmm. And so for us, you know, we could take a little bit of, looking at around the world today and when there's religious battles going mm-hmm. on and you're like, that's so dumb. It's like, no, they believe that what they're doing is for God. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. And I, for me, you know, it's an invitation to humility. Oh yeah. You know, like what are the things that I am so dead set on so that I think uh, I've got exactly <laughs> right. And I use that as a weapon against yeah. other people. Yes. Like, Man, these these were religious scholars. These were the leaders of the people, and they had missed it. Like, hey, that's a that's a wake up call to me. They spend more time in God's word. Than they I memorized do. the Torah. <laughs> that's right? a lot. They were five, dedic- five books of the Bible. Yeah. The first five, they know it word for word. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just you know I, that's a check for me. That's to say, hey, keep keep your eyes and your heart open to to what God is doing in, in around me and in my life to make sure that I'm actually in step and I've not created some sort of false idol well, in my own life. And that's big for churches and ministry as well of, you know, if you, if you work and go to a new church and you go there and this happened with me here, you know, when I moved here, it, you know, there was a lot of like, well, Hey, we, this we, how we do it. Hey, we always do this and this and this. And I'm like, why? And they're like, don't ask those questions. It's because we do that. Yeah. Because we believe this is the best way to do it. And this is our, and every church, every group, every whatever, they have their own kind of 
sacred cows. Right. They're their own things. Like, no, this is the way that we do things here. And, and, and I like, you know, just kind of bucking the system a little bit saying, okay, but now I have my own sacred cows here. Yeah. You know, I've been here now almost a decade. It's like, all right, what are things that I need to kind of strip back Yeah. in our church and our ministry, how we do things to say, why do we do these? Yeah. Is because it's now it's easy now because mm. we've always done it. Yeah. Um, so if you are in any sort of leadership at a church, I don't mean a full-time minister, but you are a volunteer, you work, you do this. Um, you know, it's that whole deal form, form versus function. Yeah. What does it need to do? Um, mm-hmm. And is it doing what it set out to be? And if it doesn't, then you might need to take a year off or a breather and go, okay. Yeah. It's really big when it comes to like church camps. Mm. That's a big one for people. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening to this and you, and you grew up in church camp, uh, you probably think your church camp was the best church camp that's ever been. Everybody does. It's like, this is the greatest thing ever. And it is for you and it was, and it does those things. But, um, you know, there's just some of those things that we have to look at, but as you as yourself, uh, I like the way you put it, use it as a weapon. Mm. Um, I, I think that's a call for us to take a step back and yeah. to really kind of breathe and really kind of seek guidance with the spirit saying, what am I doing here? Yeah. Is this for you or is this for me? Does it make me look good? Does it make me look better? Does it make my life easier or is it all just to serve you? And that, and that should be our Yeah. That's gauge. the, that's the scale. That's the, yeah. that's the frame. Yeah. Yep, I'm having them. Okay. Uh, indeed, the hour is coming. Uh, keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you. He's saying, when whoever kills you. <laughs> he's not saying, but you guys might die. He's like, guys, if you're following me, you're going to die. Look at the look yeah. at the audience. Yeah. All the apostles, except for John, the one writing this gospel, met horrible ends. Yes. They all lived this verse in a very real way. Yeah. And Jesus is doing them a kindness <laughs> by saying, and, 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 and trying to prepare them for that. Yeah. And, and whatever they experience, and, and we can talk about this later, but whatever they experienced, uh, rooted the truth about Jesus so deeply in them that they were willing to die. Oh yes. None of them gave it up. None of them said, you know what? We actually kind of made all this <laughs> stuff up or, you know, maybe Jesus wasn't really who he said. No, they all met really gruesome. Go, go get Fox's book of martyrs and read what happened to these guys. And that's a faith builder for me. Yeah. But in particular with the, with this verse, Jesus knows what's going to happen to these guys and he loves them and he's trying to get them ready so that when the persecution comes, it's not a stumbling block for them. It's not a trap for them, uh, that they fall away. Um, in our show notes, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Chris some work. In our show notes, in the bottom of this, we will link maybe Amazon's to the Fox's Book of Martyrs. Absolutely. So we will we will we will take that step for you guys, um, if you guys want to get that book. Now that there, yeah, I love that. So, so the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering a service to God. Verse three, and they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. Now, different that known is not. Uh, about you. They know about Jesus. They're mm-hmm. actively hunting Jesus. Right. They're trying they know to who get he him. Is. Yeah. And they know God, but he's saying, oh, this is different. Yeah. This is, they don't really know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us to not make those mistakes, we have to know the Father, yes. know Jesus. And how do we do that? Spending time in his words, spending, you know, your quiet time with him, spending time in prayer with him, 
um, learning these things, not just, oh, I read it, I know it. I think I know who God is. Mm-hmm. Uh, God is always trying to teach you who he is. Right. Uh, so we don't make these same mistakes. So mm-hmm. we don't use him as a weapon. So we don't do these things there. Um, because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that that I told them to you. Again, just as a reminder to his disciples, heads up, y'all. This isn't like a might. This is like, this is going to happen. It's not if, want, it's when. I want you to, to remember this moment when I told you that these were going to happen and and to take courage and uh, to to know that I'm with you because I prepared you for this moment. Yeah, that... Yeah, that's a um, Jesus thinking ahead as as Jesus typically does and knows who he's talking to and knows what's going to happen. All right, so now we jump forward to the end of verse 4 and then verse 5. Kind of land or work our way through all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, mm. but now I am going to him who sent me. And none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Mm. So he's like, look, I haven't told you all about this Mm. because I had planned to be here some years Mm -hmm. and I have been, and you've walked with me and you've seen me and, and I am changing the way that I am preaching and doing things because a time is near that I will no longer be with you. Yeah. This is a turning point for sure. Yes. Like right here, it says, I haven't said all these things beforehand. I don't want to confuse you back when we're going to start, you know, you, I mean, it's the same way that we do with our kids. Right. We don't teach our kids everything of the Bible. We do it a little bit at a time Mm because we're there for them to understand it and do that. And Jesus says, but now things are changing. Yeah. It's a, it, it's important if you look back, you know, through the through the different stories of Jesus's life, um, the the hatred and the the fear and the wanting to murder is really all directed at Jesus. Yes, because he's there and he's the focal point. He's the leader. And but Jesus yeah. is saying, "There's coming a time really soon. This is days away at this point <laughs> yeah. where I'm not going to be here anymore, and all that hatred and anger is going to be directed at you, shifted now. towards you." So get ready. Because their ultimate goal is to, I mean, you know, they're not called Christians at this point, but is to eradicate the Christians. Yeah, they just want it gone. They just want it gone. So if it's Jesus, Jesus done. All right, well then well then now who's number two in line? Yep. Who are these group of men and women that are following him, that are still teaching of his legacy mm-hmm. and doing that way? He's like, we got to get rid of them. Well, and and later on in, in this book and in the other Gospels, we know we know the strategy of the religious leaders of the time. They think if we kill Jesus, this thing's going to fizzle out. Mm-hmm. But Jesus knows that this is real. This is different, and these guys are going to continue on after he's gone. So all of that that hatred and fear is going to turn from Jesus, who they think they've handled, to his followers, and he's trying to get them ready for that. Yeah. Um, so there. So so verse five has just a little bit that makes me laugh, or not laugh, it just, or it just makes me question a little bit. It says, but now I'm going to him who sent me and none of you ask me, where are you going? And I hmm. find that like, why does Jesus say that? Why does he put it in there? Just a little bit that I've read up on this is multiple times, John, I think 13. And I think a little bit before maybe John 10, 12, I may be off. Some of the disciples ask him, Yeah, but it's more in line with them. Yes. That's the key. It, it is a personal deal. <clears throat> 
of where are you going so I can go with you? Yeah. Where are you going so I know where you are? <clears throat> where are you going? And he's like, you don't really ask me where I'm going when I'm gone because that's that's the question. Right. That's the goal. It's not a city. It's not a town. It's not hey, I'm gonna go over here, you know, to the other side. Yeah. He says you don't you don't really ask me that for that purpose. You ask it for your own self to yeah. say hey. He's like. It's a little bit deeper than what you're asking. Yeah. So uh, this is one of those cool times in scripture where we can uh, see that Jesus can see into the heart of people. Oh. Because, yeah, you mentioned in in John 13, Peter basically did ask this question, but the heart of it wasn't what's going to happen to you when you're gone, Jesus, which is an important question. Mm -hmm. He's saying, what's going to happen to us when you're gone, Jesus? And Jesus is like, you have missed a key point here. Yeah. Are you curious what's going to happen to me when I'm Your destination is not as important as mine. Right. Like, this is the real deal here, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, I've read this a lot and just kind of over-skip, you know, over-skip, just kind of skip it and go, okay, hey, so where are you going? You don't ask me that. Yeah. No, they have, but in the wrong way, mm-hmm. and like the whole heart it issue. It was a self-centered way, and we do the yes. same thing. Uh, we could go, we could go do a whole episode <laughs> on that. Like, yeah. often our our prayers to God and our questions to God are really all very self-centered, and uh, you know, kind of like what we talked about at our spiritual uh, formation retreat last week. Like, when you can get past those self-centered question and just be interested in God and who God is yeah. and how God's working in the world, that's a whole different prayer life. It's just a whole different life. Yeah. Like you, uh, it is so hard and I don't want to knock again. We knock on the Pharisees. I don't want to knock on us and the people listening to go, you're too selfish. We were raised that way. Not mm-hmm. to be selfish, but to just think about me. Mm-hmm. So what is this schooling doing for me? Is this job doing for me? What is this? change in our you know community and everything how is that going to affect me right and the disciples are the same way yeah. jesus you're leaving okay but what does that mean what's for that me? what's that going to look that, like yeah. yeah he's saying hey there's a deeper question here and then he kind of lays it out um he says but because i have said these things to you sorrow has filled your heart he's saying now now you guys are getting the real deal and the sorrow for the heart because they can, oh, we're losing Jesus. This is a this is a dark moment yeah. right here. And Jesus is trying to lead them through this dark moment with hope because he's going to talk a lot about sorrow, but he's going to talk about their sorrow turning into joy. And then I love how he, he, he says, it's going to be a joy that nobody can take away from you. We're not there yet. <laughs> but like, this is a sad yeah. moment. Like Jesus is really for the first, and he just said that he's like, I haven't really told you all this stuff before. Yeah. This is the first time he's saying, no, I'm not talking figuratively. I'm literally about to be gone. They're yeah. going to kill me. You're going to be without, Alone. without yeah. me here. But don't I got good dumb. news for yeah, you. Yeah. Right. I, and I wonder how long, you know, you said this is a dark moment. You know, we don't know the setting exactly of mm-hmm. this. And we read this and it's like, oh, it's three verses right here. Like, oh, you talked, you didn't ask me. I'm about to leave. You have sorrow in your heart. That two or three verses may have been two or three hours. Yeah, we just got the highlights. Right? <laughs> like of them just really wrestling and them just kind of, you know, just trying to comprehend and them and them kind of talking to themselves. What does this mean? How is this? And yeah. them wrestling with that. And I yeah. think Jesus sees that too. Yeah. Of this, you know, might be that, you know, Saturday night, you know, at the fall retreat. Mm-hmm. This is your, this is that. <laughs> this is your moment. Yeah. This is that moment. This is that deep moment here. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have that. 
And so verse seven, I said, we're going to land here. I don't know. We may make it a little past it, but verse seven, it says, nevertheless. So that's a, that's a very interesting word. We just read that all the time, but he, but that deal here is, but despite all of that, mm-hmm. despite me leaving, despite mm-hmm. you having this in your heart and all the, and them wanting to kill you and they will kill you, right? Like, yeah. Hey, once you go back a little bit, they will kill you. Yeah. But despite all of that, there is something greater. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Um, and, and then when I read that part, I go, so does that mean that Jesus lied beforehand? <laughs> right? Like, I think this is a way for him just to be like, this should be bolded and highlighted an exclamation point. And he's like, no guys for real. Yeah. This is, this is a, a narrative tool. Like th- yeah. and you, you absolutely hit it. This yeah. isn't to imply that Jesus has not been telling them the truth. Yeah. This is a, this is one of those perk up, Listen. pay attention. This is it. This is why really yeah. pay attention guys. Eyes on me. Yes. Eyes on me. Listen, <laughs> Listen right here. This is this is the most important thing that I'm going to tell you right now that you need to know to get you through what is going to happen. Right. So that's just kind of the set the stage there. Um, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. And that's kind of like the record stops. What? What? Yeah. Why? Yeah. We've been with you. You're the son of God. You are the Messiah. You are the Savior. You are here. Mm-hmm. And it's better that you leave? Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, it is to your advantage that I go away for if I do not go away, the helper capital H will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin, because they do not believe in me concerning righteousness, because I go to the father and you will see me no longer concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judge. Mm. So he says right here, he's like, look, it is better for me to leave. Mm. It is better that I go because I'm going to send somebody to you. It is to your advantage. And I love that part right there. It It is to your advantage mm. that I leave. Yeah. It is hard for me to wrap my brain around this 2000 some odd years after this. It had to have been very hard for them to hear this. Mm. It is better that you leave and die and go away for us. Yeah. And we think, why? Why? Why is that better? And he kind of says, I'm going to bring the helper. Yeah. Think about, think about what that actually means. And we've, we've got the rest of the story. Um, they, these guys may have been picking up on some of these clues, but Jesus is saying that it's to our advantage that he was arrested. It was our, to our advantage that uh, he's no longer going to be here in, in the body teaching and doing miracles. It's going to be to our advantage that he was beaten, mocked, killed, executed you know terrible stuff like that's yeah. what he's saying yeah so what are, what does that mean like <laughs> explain yourself jesus and then he was like because if if i go then the spirit is going to come yeah and, if- and and where jesus in his incarnation and coming and being a person is necessarily limited by time and space your mind's about to be blown because basically. the spirit is not limited to those things. Right. Right. And so, so I found this is like, it is to your advantage that I send the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And that's a different way of saying it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like if you would have said that, it'd have been like, okay, well tell me more about the spirit. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it, it's to your advantage that I, 
leave and then yeah. I go and then yeah. I get killed. It's like, ah, Jesus, you could have said a little bit better, right? <laughs> like, Hey man, you could have softened that blow a little bit, but Hey, there's some good news and bad news. Yeah. Bad news is yeah. I'm going to die and be gone. Yeah. Bad news is you're going to die as well. Yeah. The bad news is people are going to be hunting after you. <laughs> good news is I'm going to give you the spirit. Like, right. Oh, why don't you leave with that spirit? It's almost <laughs> like he didn't, you know, it's put it that way, but it is to your advantage. It is to your advantage. Why? Mm-hmm. And so there's some in here, you know, in the Bible, and there's some that we can kind of think outside of one. It is better because the Holy spirit can be with every belief, everybody all the time or all time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Jesus was a man. Uh-huh. He was flesh and skin and human. If he wanted to get flesh somewhere, and skin, that's the same thing. Flesh, flesh and bones, skin, human bones, blood, all that eyes, all those things. Yes. Right. And he can only be with, there's a certain amount of people that he is with there. Right. Right. It may be 5,000. It may be 12. It may be two, but he can only help and be with those really that is around him. Yeah. Um, which is a great way to, I mean, awesome. Cause we have those stories of yeah. that and we have a way to kind of view how we should live our life in compassion and love and service. But it is to our advantage that now you have someone that will always be with you. Yeah. Jesus is paying off a promise here earlier in his ministry, earlier in the Gospels, uh, in particular Matthew 18, Jesus says, for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Jesus in the body could not do that. He couldn't, he couldn't do that. Wherever there's two or three, he's like, uh, there's two or three everywhere. Oh yeah. (laughs) So Jesus had to go for him to be with us always. And that's the awesome thing about seeing seeing the bigger picture mm. right seeing more than what our like human brains can even know at that moment he's yeah. like look it's better for that also for jesus to go kind of leads into the way of we kind of have uh, a bit of a closure on the bible mm. right yeah like there would be no end to his right sayings and teachings now I think there is a plus and minus to that. Right. I would love Jesus to help us out with technology. Yeah. I would love Jesus to help us out with what's going on today. If he was still alive today and he lived we 2000 get, years, we we'd like, right from no, the source. That's him. Yeah. we can get right from the source. Like, yeah. you know, last, last night was the state of the union, right? Yeah. Where, you know, president Biden goes on and says, here's, here's what it is. I would love for every year, Jesus to have his <laughs> and to be like, well, tell me about this. And how should we think about this state of the kingdom address? Right. Yeah. And he can kind of say, Hey, here's where we're at. Here's what uh, it'd be different, but it's better now that we actually have this. And that scripture is complete because in this, Jesus says, I will leave and I will come back. Mm. It is better for you to go because Holy spirit, there is a, earth or a there's a heavenly realm that I will go to for eternity with God mm. and we get this bigger beautiful story here now again the the bible I'm putting in quotes is not finished we do have revelation but the story is not finished mm-hmm. we are still living in it right but he has said hey I have completed and given you the tools right to walk through this yeah um and that's really hard to think about but it is for the betterment of us that we have this completed Bible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there's another uh, element of this that, that I've never really thought about before that kind of something that sort of came up in, in studying for this. Think about the apostles. Think about the disciples. They're with Jesus. They got as close of access to him as you can get. And what do we see from them? 
while he's around. Yeah. They're still confused. <laughs> they still are misidentifying him as a political leader, as mm. as as a, yeah. a rebel. Like the everybody in this group has a different expectation of who they think Jesus is going to be. Yeah. While he's there. So his presence did not clear up that confusion. He continued to be able to sort of represent whatever they needed him to be uh-huh. to keep following him. But what do we see after his death and resurrection? This is a united group. They all kind of rally together and say, they no, rally together and say, yeah, now we get it. They yeah. couldn't get it until he was gone. Right. Yeah. So that's important too. We wouldn't have yeah. uh, the, the Pauline letters, the, the epistles. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, and there's a you, lot that we wouldn't even, and you yeah. carry that forward to what you just said. We're still a part of this story because mm-hmm. Jesus is living in us. Yeah. Right. So the story continues. None of that could really, it's just, you, you wonder if, um, if this, if the plan was different, it would have been different. So I guess there's no point in speculating, but like whatever <laughs> yeah. happened between this moment and acts, yeah, the apostles had their aha moment. And I think it was the, the gift of the spirit. Yeah, they finally absolutely. get it. Absolutely. Right. And it's the same for us. The helper. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he's the spirit of truth. Yeah. <laughs> he teaches, he guides. Yeah. We don't have to be like physically tied to Jesus anymore to have that presence. The presence is living in us, which is a whole different way of thinking about this. Yeah. And, and there. And so then there's also this idea of to your advantage that we will have to live by faith, right. not by sight of Jesus. Cause all of the apostles were tied to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Like, Oh, I will live based on how you live. I could see you. I, I could, could see do this. You, yeah. I can lean on you. I can literally walk in your steps. <laughs> right. And he's saying, Hey, you still have that, but it's going to look a little differently because mm-hmm. it's going to be the spirit. I'm going to be with you in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so for us, I think it's that advantage where it is, you know, you know, I don't have kids that, you know, that are going to college, but it's like, Hey, you're on your own now. Right. Hopefully I have set up yeah. enough of these, uh, Rules is the wrong word. Guardrails. Guardrails, examples, yeah. life life lessons on how to love and how to treat and how to do all this stuff. Yeah. I've taught you about my father that you may know the father mm-hmm. and you now know me. Right. Now go live that way. Yeah. Instead of being, um, when I was a kid, uh, we used to go to the Nashville flea market. It was really big. <laughs> was- Actually, my parents used to work the Nashville flea market. We'd go there. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Or we go to Opryland, rest in peace, when we had an Opryland yeah. USA so theme good. park in Nashville. Now it's a mall. Uh, <laughs> right, have all that. I remember going, I guess my parents, I don't know if kids were being kidnapped by the dozens a day. <laughs> that was the impression we all had that in the was 90s. The, <laughs> that was the impression in the 90s was like, hey, your kids didn't get snatched out from you. Just but at I, any moment. I remember having like a harness or... Maybe the harness. Now they make the harnesses. They make like a backpack yeah. that has a leash on it yes. for kids. I remember having the bracelet <laughs> that was rainbow colored and it had like an old like phone cord. Nice. Right? It was like a springy cord that my parents <laughs> all know their wrist. And it's like, my kids are with me, right? Yes. Um, it's almost like Jesus is like, hey, I'm about to cut that off. Right. You're about to go on your own. And because I'm gone, you're going to rely on the spirit which is what you need anyways, which is really what Jesus is saying. Hey, I'm living by the spirit too. Right. It's an invitation. He got that spirit when, you know, when he was baptized, he's like, Hey, this is what I'm living by two guys. You get to join with me in Mm -hmm. that. It gets to be this whole new deal. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's the, it's confidence in that freedom, uh, that, 
the I like I like how you, the training wheels are off. Yeah. Right. And and now you know you've done you've done your time with me. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to 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 kind of fly out on your own. Which is what rabbis do, right? Right. They train up and they say, now it's time for you to go. Yeah. I have given you the tools. Mm-hmm. You don't know everything, mm-hmm. but I've given you the foundation and the work and the tools. And so that's big for us today. Like, do you have a foundation mm. where you're like, well, I can live on my own. Now we don't have the luxury of living with Jesus, but again, it's to our advantage yeah. that we have the spirit instead of him. Cause we all get to be joined in this body. Yeah. So I, I think, and you know, I've been guilty of this. I, I think we all have at, at different points in our lives. Like, we want the freedom of of being untethered without doing the work on the front end to have that firm foundation. The only way that he was ever to do that is because they did the work. Right. We want we want to be able to look inward and decide what's right for us and what what we think is is right and and with the spirit of God that's a great thing to do because you've got that spirit of truth living within you that's guiding you that's helping you but absent from that foundational work of really knowing God really uh-huh. knowing Jesus really knowing how um, God set this up to work you can get lost trying to figure things out on your own even with good intentions yeah and so I, I I love that you know there was this three three and a half year period of intense training and and living together and walking together and seeing how these ideas are playing out in a society and in a community they've done that work and now they're ready to go so even if they don't know it because they're scared right now. <laughs> yeah yeah and we can be um, scared too absolutely so if if it took the disciples about three ish so years to literally walk with jesus to get that foundation where he's like i'm leaving but i'm giving the spirit you guys got this how long will shit take for us? Yeah, that's a great question. So it's three years for disciples, <laughs> yeah. it's 20, but we we don't have that luxury mm-hmm. of seeing, physically seeing Jesus. Yeah. But again, that's great that we have the word. Right. It's like, hey, we do get to walk with him in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the final advantages of this, and we can kind of land this plane here, because guys, verse seven, that's what I thought, with us about an hour, <laughs> um, is... It is to our advantage that he leaves because we can see the fruit of his life that we could see a king who did conquer his sufferings, mm. that we saw a, a physical Jesus mm. live this way. And for a lot of people, they see the death on the crosses. Well, you didn't conquer that suffering. Well, no, you did. Right. And he did in the, in the biggest way possible. But for them and for us, it is that, big advantage of Jesus was human mm-hmm. and he went through hardships right. and he went through things, but he conquered it. Right. And, and that can give us hope. Right. You know, when we look at him in the 40 days in the desert and we look at him, we're like, no, we too are tempted and we have struggles. He says, you can get through this and it's to your advantage mm. because I, I can't sit there and hold your hand every time you get hurt. Yeah. But you know who can? Yeah. The helper. He says, look, you have that now. And I don't know how long it took them to really kind of grasp the helper and all that. I'm sure it's a little bit, but yeah, right when he died, I'm sure they were like, "This is what he was talking about." Yeah, yeah. Now we have the tools. Yeah, we. It, it's so important uh, in 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 our lives and in in the history of like Christian thought that Jesus was God who chose to come and live out 
our lives in a very real way. Uh-huh. But it would lose some of that impact if he didn't live it all the way through. He oh, went all the way right? through that yeah. persecution and then showed us what's on the other side of it. That's such an important piece. And we wouldn't have that if, if Jesus he just didn't ascended go. to heaven. Yeah. But he, no, he, he went all the way through the suffering. He went, he went through the worst suffering than, yeah, than yeah, you and I yeah. could probably ever imagine. And he went through it. He didn't, he didn't run from it. He uh-huh. didn't say there's a different way. No, he went through it to show us that there's a way, there's always a way and that God is with us. Um, even, in those difficult moments and on the other side of them. Yeah. Awesome. I don't think there's a better way to end than that right there. That was good. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just preach at the end. That was good. Um, Well, for us, so guys, we have more John 16. Yeah. What we get like a, like a third of it. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Not even. We want, there's 33 verses. There's 33. We hit seven. We hit seven. We're close. We'll, We'll get there. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, well, again, in our show notes, we will put uh, that book, um, uh, probably Amazon or just some yeah, link that we find it it's in. Definitely on Amazon. Um, we'll put it in there. Uh, man, we hope you guys have a good week. I don't know where you guys are, but it's like eighty degrees today. Oh, it's turning out there. I, I can feel it. Well, this may be like fall spring. This may yeah, be like this is the fake, fake spring. One. We'll get we'll get a couple more cold. We'll days, get a couple more cold, and it'll and be then it'll there. just be blazing hot. And they'll be like, "Hey, <laughs> 70, 80, 95. Like, oh, what'd you do? Why yeah. did it go so fast? Um, well, thank y'all for listening. Um, if you can catch it, let's do this little game. We did have a little technical issue. We're on the back end of it. Yeah, uh, I do a little restart. I'm about to have to figure out how to take our two four sound bites and put it to one where it sounds normal. He's going to do some audio gymnastics, audio gymnastics. And if you think you can catch it and you can timestamp where we did it, let us know. Tell us a timestamp and that'd be fun to do. Well, Hey guys, we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Like share, review, rate, subscribe, all the thingies. Uh, And we'll catch y'all next week. Bye friends. See ya.